Welcome to the Eye on Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story, and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. Well, I'll tell you, if any place had to replace BB Bistro, I am so glad it is Bean Rush Cafe. And we are here with Mark and Shannon Abrahams, who are the owners of Bean Rush in West Annapolis on what, one, 112 Annapolis Street, right? Correct. Say that again, Mark, real quick. That's correct. Wow, you seem to be qualified to run for mayor. What's with the accent? Is that, is that? <laughs> uh, I've spoken to Gavin, and he says I will be the next mayor. And I says, no, I think I would. Uh... Uh, I figure you probably slid that into some hidden legislation somewhere. So it must, uh, must, must be. Is it, must Aust- be Australian. Australian. is it Australian? No, it is Australian, yes. It is. It is. It is. Well, what about, how long have you been? Uh, gosh, I think it's been about 12 years now, which is probably the longest I've ever been anywhere. Um, so, yeah, this is home. Well, I want to say congratulations on opening a great business in West Annapolis. Uh, whenever you. I'm over here, I know we did uh, cover the elections, and I know we interviewed probably several different candidates out on the uh, picnic benches out in front earlier. Uh, and Bean Rush is always one of the places to meet, and uh, it's just a great location. But we wanted to sit down and talk with you guys and find out, you know, what your background is, how how we how we all started, and uh, how Bean Rush became to be such a successful business that it is. I mean, how how did were you guys in the coffee business initially? I mean, or was this a like- so? Well, my husband, like I said, is Australian, so we met uh, in Florida. We both used to work on yachts, um, and so I lived in here in Annapolis, and I really loved the yachting industry. And so I moved down there. We met. Um, we worked on yachts for about five years, and we figured we wanted to get out we wanted to be back home with family and friends and things and australia the coffee culture is just there's you know a coffee street or coffee shop on every street probably four um and so when we come home to visit in annapolis mark was like where where's all the coffee shops where's all the independent coffee shops and this was you know 15 15 years ago 13 years ago we would come home and visit and so we said well i'm gonna open a coffee shop in annapolis and i thought Okay. <laughs> yeah, so my actual hometown in Sydney, it's a place called Manly Beach, um, and it's about the size of downtown Annapolis, and there are 80 independent coffee shops, all mum and pop, all with their own little niche markets and clientele. And when I came to Annapolis, or even the States, there was that, you know, they didn't have that um, that culture, the coffee culture that Australia has. And it's, you know, it's a bit of a cult following, but it's a ritual to go out every single morning, grab a cup of coffee, have a meeting. And it's, it's, a, it's a very social, you know, you sit down with ceramic cups, you socialize and you, you know, do business meetings. And start your day. Yeah, yeah. And it was almost compulsory. You know, it's, um, so that was kind of the inspiration. But Shannon and I have both been in hospitality our entire lives and we love it. It's, it's one of those industries you either, you know, you love or you hate. And we just, you know, customer service runs through our veins. I, I still get high off customer service. I love it. <laughs> well, when, when you say you guys worked in, in, in the yachting industry and the yachts, are we talking about like crewing on yachts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, boy, there's a thankless job. Or, or they can be. <laughs> it is very intense. We worked on the mega yachts with the, the big powerboats and the big sailboats. And the, the owners of these yachts were 
you know, they were very nice to us, but they can also be very demanding. We would do 30 days in a row, do 16-hour days, and just, you know, when they say jump, you say how high. It definitely prepared us for opening a business because we would go <laughs> months on end without having a day off. And we, and we loved it. We loved it. We were in the Caribbean. We worked very hard, but it was it was wonderful. And then uh, we, we just saved a lot of money, saved a lot of money, saved a lot of money. We also, people, it was like below deck, basically, if you've seen that show. We were yeah. chartering and chartering. And, uh, and then we decided to, you know, come back here and we were suckers for punishment we were, we were yeah and so we came back here and mark um mark started looking for different locations and different spots uh, for a coffee shop and we stumbled across the empty strip mall in crownsville okay um, and then i think originally i had bought a kiosk oh yeah no he bought a kiosk from wheels. florida and we shipped it up here and we and were going to try to put it somewhere it in my mother-in-law's and father-in-law's garage for about a year or two which i'm sure <laughs> we're not happy about um which we eventually sold and i couldn't sit still and i was thinking of brick and mortar locations and um before we you know I told Shannon I came home I was like I signed a lease I've got a place I was like wait what <laughs> I didn't know we were that serious okay alright and we had a name because um, we thought about the name and Bean Rush Cafe so you know we thought you know coffee bean and rushing and you know you know through day and kind right? of stuff and so we'd kind of come up with that and I didn't know we were going to just jump you know jump in and do it but we did Mark signed the lease and and it was a huge learning curve I well we had never opened up our own business but Oh man, it was, you know, had a lot of doors slammed in my face, went to uh, a lot of different licenses, uh, Anne Arundel permitting. Learned a lot about that. Oh. Um, and it was a very character building exercise, but, you know, perseverance, grit, determination, resilience. Just we used to have people stop by all the time because the strip mall was pretty much empty. There was a hair salon in there at one point, and then the rest of the strip mall was empty. And people right. would come in and they would, what are you guys doing? What, what do you, what do you, you're an open a coffee shop. You know there's a Wawa down the street. Why are you open a coffee shop? Right, right, right. They would ask that all the time. And, uh, Shit, tell them you're open to Hooters. And then they turn around and walk out the door. I mean, believe it or not, though, over those eight months of opening it, so many people stopped by, and those same people were there those first few days when we opened, yeah, which was just the community. amazing. Well, a lot of people, when we first opened, walked in and they looked around and they said, you do know the history of this shopping center. You know, nothing ever lasts here. And I was like, oh, thanks, I do now. Thanks um, for the vote of confidence. Yeah, well, and no. I was like, well, hopefully we'll be, uh, you know, we'll be here for a while. Um, and even to this day, the contractors that did the build out, they were local guys. And I still joke with them about this. I'm still friends with them. They said, Wawa is two doors down the road. Like, what? Why, why are you opening coffee next to Wawa? Good uh, job, you put them out. I know, yes. the we're like, well, not quite us, but yeah. But then that one, I mean, so we're coming up to, Crownsville's coming up to 10 years in June. You know, I, you know, Crownsville is not, I live down here in Annapolis, and Crownsville is not the most convenient place for me, but I had a couple meetings there, and when I'm going up to Baltimore, if I'm going up the back way, I, I will stop there. And to a point, it's, you know, to, to the benefit of you, it's kind of irritating because I'm always waiting in a long line when, <laughs> when, when I get there. So, I mean, that's the mark of a true success story. And, you know, for those that aren't aware, this is in sort of the, honestly, the outer reaches of Crownsville. But, I mean, if you go past, like, the Ram's Head and then you zig yeah. off to the right and back. So, before you get on 97, if you make that right and you just travel down about, you know, half a mile on the right is is Crownsville. Yeah, it's past Harold Harbor. Past and Harold Harbor and everything else and but it's it's difficult 
to spot sometimes. It's easy to miss it sometimes. Yeah, people but it's drive by well a lot. The thing. And the fact that it's sort of in this middle of nowhere and it's always so busy is so exciting. It is. <laughs> that, it is. You know, you've, you've really obviously struck a chord with the local community and, you know, whether the, the commuters or whatever they are. Um, but just being there doesn't do it. I mean, it's, it's the coffee. I mean, I'm enjoying a hot chocolate. I, before we started recording, I was telling Shannon that I don't do coffee myself. I uh, love the smell of it. If you could just, like, make a machine that starts up at, like, 5 we in the morning. We sell a candle. We do smell like that. It smells like latte, yes. You can take it home, light it up, and off you go. So 10 years in Crownsville? 10 years in Crownsville, and then about... A year into Crownsville, Mark, you know, he, he's definitely the entrepreneur of the two of us. Um, I do the everyday, and Mark loves to, you know, go out and find new things. So about a year in, he's like, all right, this is going well. Um, let's go for another one. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it's the same one? conversation as like I signed the lease. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what? So then he started kind of looking for places, um, and then... You know, unfortunately, you know, it's always really sad to see any business close, but unfortunately, BB Bistro was, you know, closing up. Mm -hmm. um, and we just thought, we, he thought this was just going to be a wonderful location. So we started coming here and, and checking out the area and, you know, talking to other local businesses in West Annapolis. And, and then it just sort of worked, you know, they were leaving, unfortunately, and we, kind of stepped into this West spot. Annapolis is a really neat little section of town because, I mean, you've got this one, generally it's one corridor of businesses right here on Annapolis Street, but it's backed up by just wonderful neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And they're so, so supportive of it. I mean, I, I think the neighbors are maybe a little bit snobby and uh, we want to keep away from the tourists and everything else. And, you know, they, they like this neighborhood and people love to come here. Uh, the shops are unique. I mean, there's not one darn t-shirt shop on Annapolis Street. Uh, there is no franchise on Annapolis Street. And that's kind of what um, we were looking for. Until you guys well. open the next bean rush down at the end. <laughs> <laughs> we were looking for the same community that we had in Crownsville. Um, and I saw that here. I saw West Annapolis. I saw the, the families and the people that were here. And I saw Annapolis Street. And there was a bit of turnover when we first came in uh, with a couple of the shops on Annapolis Street. But, you know, we held strong. You know, we love the street. It's got a good feel, it's got a good vibe. And like you said, John, the people down the road. Uh, Western Alps as a whole as a community has been so supportive amazing and when you know when the pandemic hit they were one of the first to reach out to us and just say hey you know what can we do to make sure that you guys make through make, make you know go through this okay and they helped out and made sure that they you know came to local businesses on you know Annapolis Street which was amazing which, which, which is great. And I'll tell you, West Annapolis is undergoing this whole resurgence and this renaissance, which is just going to be fabulous. I mean, you've got MRE Partners that has done a lot of development on the commercial end. I know uh, two doors down away from you, you've got a, a new new project going in, which uh, unfortunately uh, Agave pulled out. But, yes, uh, there's no a, restaurant quite yet. But There's a... You know, going to be a restaurant there around the corner from you. You've got our AR Brewery who's going to open up their brew pub. Um, which would probably be outstanding for, you know, for you guys. You look at across the street diagonally, you've got Flamont, you've got just a one, Evelyn's a couple blocks down the road. And it's just, this This is a, one, a wonderful location. I mean, I think you guys uh, like need to hold on to your seats because I think this area is really going to boom in the next year and a half or two years. But what what's your background? I mean, do you, did you, how did you learn to, to, to coffee? <laughs> 
Um, or don't you? Oh no, my my entire life has been in fine dining restaurants and coffee shops in in my hometown in Manly. Um, and I actually I'm a bachelor of business uh, and diploma in hospitality. I actually went to university uh, in Sydney, but I love restaurants. I. I love the atmosphere. I love the camaraderie. I love the esprit de corps. I love, you know, what happens in a shift stays in a shift. And you know, to this day, a lot of my friends, you know, when you when you do a, a restaurant shift together, you almost go into war and you go into battle. And, and then at the end of the day, when you sit down and and have a beer, you know, it's 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 amazing. It's not that bad when you work at Bean Rush. You worked at a very different type of restaurant. I remember the times <laughs> in some of those fine dining restaurants, man. We used to hustle. And that that esprit de corps and that that mateship and that team, you know, at the end of the shift, uh, you just you, you, you're stronger for it. Way, way back when I attended bar for about four years and, and very very similar. I mean, it wasn't a high end restaurant, but I mean, you know, you 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 grow into a family with 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 your coworkers. Uh, I mean, we knew. I mean, we could throw things from one end of the bar to the other and know that somebody's going to put their hand up and catch yes, it. Yes, exactly. And, uh, you know, and and at the end of the night, you always live for that. You kicked all the patrons out, and we, you know, the the guy that owned the bar it was a, sort of a chain of bars up in Philadelphia said okay here's the deal you can drink anything you want except for Perrier because that stuff's expensive <laughs> uh, from 2am 2, 2 until 4am when we're cleaning up so it was you know we would sit there and drink but he said the Perrier was just so expensive that was hands off but you could have any of the booze you wanted I, my granddad actually or the one of the restaurants I used to work at I used to have to walk along the beach in Sydney to get there and my granddad always said to me he's like when are you going to get a real job when are you going to put a suit on and travel to the city and you know I said, Granddad, I love what I do. You know, I make pretty good money. It's such an amazing, you know, hospitality. It's it's in my blood and I love it. And I'm, you know, hanging out with, with my friends, making good money. But he was, he always wanted me to put a suit on and, and you know, go to work in the city and, and just grind. And I, I just couldn't do it. I never did. And I actually did work a, a Monday to Friday, nine to five for about six months of my life. And I hated it. <laughs> How many suits do you have? I've got no. one. And it's a special. It's the special. It's the wedding suit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, you've, you've moved to the right town. I mean, that's one thing that I love about it. I mean, I came from outside of Philadelphia and I love the casualness of, of Annapolis. And I love that there is such a diverse group of people I mean you, you know you've got you know racial diversity and everything else but you've got wealth diversity which is you know you can turn around I mean I sat in the ebb tide when it was here at one point with oh, uh, ebb tide. Um, and did shots and beers with Steve Forbes who was visiting and I'm like <laughs> why Why is Steve Forbes at the ebb tide and he's like well it's my, I was here on my boat and my mate or one of the mates said this was a good dive bar and I want to go to dive bar. I <laughs> say, well, go and give him a race. I mean, he, he did well with you. Um, but it's, uh, you know, Annapolis is such a neat little town and we do are so supportive of small businesses. Mm -hmm. um, where are you guys going down the road? I mean, you know, I know that Shannon, you said, well, okay, so I signed the lease and you did what? And hey, we're got a new place. So we're yeah. going where? So at West Annapolis, so we had, um, it's actually coming up to eight years in June for West Annapolis. We wow. actually opened the cafes two years and two days apart from each other. You know what? That's, Pardon my language, but that's ballsy. It was, and I we had just had a baby, so our baby, oh, um, our oh, second oh, oh. child, was um, was born in <laughs> April, and then we opened the cafe in June. It was a it was mess. crazy. It was insane. People said, "What, what are you what are you doing?" The, the the baby came out. We're running two businesses, and it was to be honest, it was such a nightmare because we were concentrating on Crownsville, uh, and then opening up Annapolis. Shannon just gave birth, and again, the yachting prepared us for that. So we just worked. It was like just insane and we 
I think we came home and I think we cried for like six months straight. <laughs> I look back on those times though and just, you know, they were they were amazing and we, we worked really well together and, um, you know, we had an amazing community that came out and helped us and people from Crownsville that would come over and visit in Annapolis and, you know, people that lived closer that were happy and, um, you know, like I look back and I think, how did we do it? But I'm so glad that we did. Yeah. And then luckily we kind of let everything breathe for a while and, um, you know, just watched the business grow and we're able to, you know, tweak things and make changes and, and add new menu items and perfect the menu items. And um, Well, that's so rewarding when you see your business grow. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, there, there are ups and downs. I mean, I'm sure there were mistakes made when, oh, yes. you know, opening this. Oh, yes. and Sometimes there still I wonder, be, like I said, how uh, we did it that plenty way. Plenty of success stories as well. And the thing that I really like about being Rush Cafe is, I mean, you can sit there and say, I mean, we've been referring to it as a coffee shop and, and it's so much more. I mean, it is a, the cafe is the, the big word on the very end. And I mean, the baked goods, the sandwiches, uh, you know, it's, you know, both places are wonderful. I mean, and most of the food, all the food is really made right here, right? Yeah, we try to do like a, a bit of a middle ground with that. So when I was on the boat, I was the chef. And so I brought over a lot of my like very fast casual recipes because we didn't want to create a place where you had to sit down and order and wait 10 minutes. We wanted to, or you know, 20 minutes, whatever it is. We wanted to create something that you could walk in, order a sandwich, order a coffee, and be out in five minutes. Um, so, you know, a lot of the recipes, the cranberry almond chicken salad I used to make all the time the banana bread these are all recipes that I made when I was working on the boat and then I just brought them over and so yeah we make a lot of things from scratch not everything because then we really would be here sure. uh, you know from you know three in the morning to you whatever have to but, get in or be introduced to your kids yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much so we try to make a lot of things in house um, and then you know if not we bring things in locally and you know some of the other stuff comes in from from different um, bakers in the area as well Right. How, how frequently, I mean, are you, I mean, as the business has grown, I mean, and I can see the success of it. I mean, you've got, you know, tons of employees and, you know, and everything else. I mean, are you in the business every single day? So I am physically here quite a bit. I actually still am in here training, um, you know, making, you know, food and lattes and things. And then I break things throughout the day and then I call my husband and then he comes in after hours and fix all the things that I break throughout the week, the day, uh, things like that. But so we have a little bit of a yin and yang. I physically am in the business quite a bit. And then Mark does all the um, kind of outside, a lot of admin stuff and a lot of uh, fixing because now we have the third one as well at the Baltimore Washington Medical Center, which is like a kiosk in the hospital there. Oh, and opened in fact, that. a year today. Uh, which is very exciting. Wow. Um, so that is a, another one that he spends time fixing and, and designing. He did that, um, you know, that took him a few months to kind of design and get set up as well. You talked about independent mom and pop coffee shops back in Australia. And, you know, we've lost a couple here in town. And, really sad. And it's, you know, there's nothing homey or welcoming uh, to a Starbucks to me or to Dunkin' Donuts or. Yeah. It, it, Part of my soul dies with, with corporate America. Um, don't even get me started. But the small independent coffee shop, and don't get me wrong, Starbucks has introduced specialty coffee into America, and, and they're a great company and whatnot. But you know, especially in the Australian market, I think the average Joe is willing to you know to give someone a go. Who's you know, would you rather give your money to someone that's put their heart and soul into something or a corporation like? 
it as you get older too you realize uh, how important that is when you're younger you you go anywhere you just oh Dunkin Donuts Starbucks whoever it is I think personally as I got older I realized how important it is to keep that money in our community and to see the community grow and oh, to be absolutely. part of local businesses well, and, well you do I just, you know we just paid you know what you know a couple bucks for a, a cup of hot chocolate here and you know whatever the couple quarters profit that you make I mean you're gonna you know spend that next door at you know, always ice cream. Yeah. Um, and and that's that's the beauty of small business that it does really keep it here. So I didn't realize that you had that third location in the hospital. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. I can't sit still on my wife. Uh, uh, he, it's always one project after the next. In fact, it was really sad. We were looking to open a pizza shop in downtown Annapolis right when the pandemic hit. Um, we were about to sign a lease in. We we're about to buy, buy the, the building book. in March in downtown, and um, and we just had to pull out. And he and he was in the process of opening, wanting to open a pizza shop, and it was just it was too. Scary. I mean, everything was so scary at this sure. point. You oh, know? oh my so gosh! So we had yes. to shut that down and close it off. And since then, the building's been sold and things. But um, you know, we've had to move on from that. And that's where the third project came in. He said, "Okay, well, let me. I'll open another bean rash." And right. So that's where that one went. Is there a fourth location no. in the works? No. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, wait, 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 I just, you know, Ashley, I just can't sit still. I'm always pushing, 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 and Shannon has to calm me down. If someone comes with a good building, he might say yes, but no. But to be honest, we, we see our kids getting older and uh, priorities change. We want to spend more time with the kids, take a step back from, from the brick and mortar locations, and you know, you only get that opportunity once with the kids getting older and growing, and uh, so we want to concentrate more on family time, which yeah. is, is a beautiful thing. So true. Yeah. So true. When they start asking you, "Mommy, I don't want you to go to work on Saturday. I want you to stay home with me," it's really hard to, yeah. you know, yeah, to no, do that's that. So. that and, and I mean, the hospitality is a. I mean, it can be a twenty-four seven. It so is it's a twenty-four seven. It's twenty-four seven. But I mean, uh, it is twenty-four. You know, there's uh, no such thing as a forty-hour week, even despite the fact that you may only be open, <laughs> you know, thirty-five hours. So, goes well beyond that. Um, you know, I noticed on your website, and the website that people want to check it out is beanrushcafe.com, pretty simple. But um, you do instructions. Uh, you've got like a, a course mark that you're teaching, or you... Again, that was another project, John, I, that I can't sit still, and I, and I love teaching coffee, and I love... Uh, you know, opening up businesses and kind of moving forward. Um, and definitely the masterclass was another project of mine that, you know, people can reach out. I had someone yesterday as well. And they, um, it, it's for, I guess, entrepreneurs that want to push the boundaries and open up their own location. Um, and I can give, you know, consulting advice. Uh, I've been through the ringer three times and I feel like I'm pretty well versed on I was going to say you've been there done that I mean yeah. you know, you, you know you, that's what I really enjoy I get high off uh, of, of that I mean that's got to be the, a, a godsend to somebody that's opening up something that you know because you know where the where the the tripwires are that you're going to stumble and fall and uh, and and that's through learning as well I've made a lot of mistakes and I actually enjoy making mistakes because I, I just learn 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 and I grow 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 but you know doing that the hard way you know, knocking on doors, having people, you know, slam doors in my face. I just, you know, I keep knocking. I'm like, I, I must be pretty annoying to, to some, some people, but I just keep pushing and, and, and keep knocking and yeah, right. the masterclass I think is really helpful for people that might want to, um, yeah, get advice on all this stuff. Sometimes it is better to learn and make mistakes yourself, but um, it's definitely super helpful to ask someone, hey, things as simple as, oh, you should not put the... Um, 
the air conditioning over on that side because it's going to affect, you know, the way it sticks next to your refrigerator. You know, there's just lots of things that we learned, uh, you know, you know in the funny, beginning. A funny story. And I don't, you, how long have you lived in the area? I've lived here my whole life. Oh, like, I went to Broadneck and Towson okay. and the whole thing, but Mark has only been here about years. 12 years. Do you remember Cadillac Ranch at the Annapolis Town Center? Yeah, of course I remember, yes. Okay. A huge engineering fail. This was like the most amazing, I think it's hysterical, but um, if, if you ever went into Cadillac Ranch before it's open and... Yeah, it had the bull. It had, it had, it had the bull, it, yeah. It, it had the bull, but it, it, it smelled like um, wet, dirty underwear. And what they did is they had 24 Fitness that was next door and their locker rooms had a vent that was right by their air intake for Cadillac Ranch. Oh, no. So you had literally had the, the, the dirty wet underwear and everything Stench else just going up. It's coming, getting sucked down into Cadillac Ranch and people couldn't figure it out. And finally, some engineer said, hey, well, here's your exhaust and your intake. And they had to re reconfigure the uh, the things to, to get rid of it. But I mean, that was one of their first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> These are some of the mistakes. I mean, we, I think one of the big mistakes in Crownsville was we did, we put our, um, the air conditioning, um, like heater over top of the sandwich prep table and so the cafe was always running and we couldn't figure out why and we realized we had to move that do you remember and we had the big yeah, hole in the wall yeah. but like just little things you just don't think about you don't know we until you do it yeah no and we definitely made a lot of mistakes but you, you grow from that and yeah we learned and the second time was easier and the third time was even easier you just got to be flexible and resilient and move yeah. fast make a plan as soon as you make a mistake move forward and make a plan make a plan make absolutely a plan. well this is a great location anybody that it's you know even Anywhere in Annapolis or the area, it's well worth the trip over to West Annapolis. Um, first of all, it's great parking, despite the fact that there are no parking lots or parking garages. I mean, you can always find a spot on the street or one of the side streets very easily. I'm, I'm about four cars away here on a, on a busy, uh, what are we, a Tuesday? Tuesday morning. And if you're up in Crownsville, up there at, um, the address is, I'm, I've got it written down here, 1015 Generals Highway. As, uh, as you're heading north on Generals Highway, it's on the right. Uh, it's tucked back in a little shopping center that sits back off the road a little bit. Um, just past the shuttered Wawa. Yes. <laughs> Which is going to be the new fire station. They've uh, knocked it down just recently. If they, if they, if they get, finally get the money to, to do that, that'll, yes. be, that'll be exciting. Yes. But Mark and Shannon Abrams, thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank you for bringing Bean Rush Cafe. I mean, I, I was sad to see BB Bistro go, but I mean, it was, uh, you know, things, things do turn over. And uh, it's always great when you see... Uh, a locally owned business that comes in that as, as you mentioned you know just has you know it has a has a quality product how do you make the little like christmas trees and the swirly things uh, in the, the latte art i make a lot of coffee <laughs> and <laughs> i still to this day when somebody walks in i know this sounds corny but sometimes when they walk in i'm like i'm gonna make this person the best coffee they've ever had and the rosettas and the love hearts are just years of figure how to swirl it around and uh... so when you do latte art you have to steam the milk correctly and if you don't steam the milk correctly you can't um, do the latte art and a lot of the big corporations like Dunkin Donuts and Starbucks have fully automatic machines that grind tamp the coffee and steam the milk and there's no control which breaks my heart you know coffee should be something special and when somebody's paying five dollars for a cup of coffee you should have the knowledge and the um you know the skill um well, and you're, the passion. You're, 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 also, you're also paying for a product too yeah i mean, I mean yeah. as opposed to i mean you know if i if i wanted a cup of coffee i could get maxwell house at home yes. and yes. you know put a scoop in a and cup of water and, and well. put some hot you're water in it that. not that i want to badmouth duncan or, or starbucks because like i said they're, they're you know they're good corporations in, in america corporations <laughs> um but 
you know, they press the barista presses a button and it does everything for them. And that kind of, you know, breaks my heart a little bit. Um, you know, coffee is something special and it does take a little bit, it does take skill and passion. Well, it has. Coffee's like a little bit like music. Uh, it brings people together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, as, as, as meals do. Um, you know, it's a, it's a place to meet new friends. It's a place to meet so many new friends. We have customers that have married uh, baristas that have babies. We have so many love stories at Bean Rush as well. Well, I, I, I will. I want. I also, I had a note to mention, but I mean, you've got your um, your frequent flyer cards yep. that are going there. And again, in ten years in Crownsville, and eight years, eight years here, eight years here, eight in years June, here. Yeah. I look behind me on the wall, and all the pictures of where the Bean Rush cards. Where you have been? Yes. Oh, I didn't didn't yes. touch the pun on that. Where you? Where have you been? So you take um, your Bean Rush card and let us know. But it, it again, it, it shows to the hominess, if that's the right word, community. Of, of the business that you've got customers uh, that are on the trip of their life in you know in Rome, and they're like, oh wait a minute, I gotta take a picture of <laughs> <laughs> my Bean Rush card in front of the uh, the Coliseum. Ever having a bad day, I look at that wall up there and I just think. Uh, and yeah, it, it's emotional. It, it makes me, it brings me to tears. It's, it is, yeah. People traveling all around the world and they pull out that big And they get so and excited and they send it to us and they're like, Margaret Jenner, look at this one. And we're always like, that one's amazing. That's awesome. Ah. You you guys have built quite a business between the two locations. Uh, thank you for coming to Annapolis. I think it's going to have Hopefully, I'll, hopefully I'll never, never get to experience your third one in the hospital. But that's. Yes, you always tell people, we don't want to see you there. If you're there, okay, but we don't want to see you there. Uh, but I, I, th I think it's great. I mean, you know, you're spreading it and people know where you are. And um, again, everybody come to 112 Annapolis Street. Um, if you haven't been to West Annapolis in a long time, come check it out. There's a lot of stuff going on. And it's going to be in probably 18 to 24 months. It's going to be a really exciting place to be. Uh, if you live anywhere in Annapolis, it's easy to bike to. You can drive to it. There's plenty of free parking. And uh, most importantly, you've got great coffee and a great atmosphere at Bean Rush Cafe. Thanks to Shannon and Mark Abrams. Thank you, John. Appreciate Thank you. the time. Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.